0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Harland Highway, Lurtal Flergens and Globerblobins. Um how are you today? Uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Harlan Highway. I'm Harlan Williams, your host, with the most. And uh, we got a good show today. We're going to be talking about all kinds of stuff. It's just, it's like a potpourri today. Just a little potpourri of, uh, you know, podcasting. So get your soup bowl out and uh, let's do this. This is the Harland Highway. where you're driving around, and it's the most annoying thing. I don't know why people do it, but you get stuck behind a vehicle that has a sticker on the back that says, How am I driving? 1-800-blah-blah-blah. How am I driving? And most of the time, I don't know who these people are. I don't know, you know... A, why somebody wants to know how they're driving. Like, it makes me very suspicious. Did they they not have a driver's license? Are they illegal drivers? Did they sneak into the system? Did, Did the DMV go, you know what? You didn't pass your driver's test, okay? You ran over three people in wheelchairs, okay? You drove through a mall. You crushed seven babies, you killed 12 puppies and nine kittens. Um, you drove through an old folks home. So we can't give you your license, but we don't want you to not be able to drive. So we're going to give you a bumper sticker. And this way we can at least keep tabs on you. Like, what are these stickers for? It, it, like, who who wants to know? Who's keeping, who's, how this person's driving. And, and what's interesting, you'll see it on trucks. You'll see it on cars. So guess who wanted to know? I wanted to know. Today, I was driving around, and I decided to call the damn number. Because to be honest, that this car, there was a car in front of me. It was like a Ford Escort or something. And there was a woman driving with her kid. And the kid was getting up out of the passenger seat and jumping into the back seat and then going back into the front seat. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a second. And then while this was happening, the driver was a bit distracted and she was kind of weaving and slowing down and not going the speed limit and kind of drifting into the other lane. And I thought, hmm. Maybe there's a practical reason that this shit-ass driver in front of me was flagged with a big bumper sticker that says, "How am I driving?" So guess what? I, I thought you know what? I'm I'm driving. I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna c- call this number. Uh, so I uh, I dialed it. It was it was funny. It was like one eight hundred. 800 and then I forget the other four numbers and the first thing that struck me as interesting is is I got like Muzak and was like your call will be taken at the first possible moment our people are standing by this call may be monitored for and I'm like "What, what what am I calling a bank what am I who am I calling here so I wait about a minute, and sure enough, someone comes on, and they weren't really that friendly. They're like, hello, and it's a so and so, and so I said, oh, hello. She goes, yes, sir. Can you give me the license plate of the vehicle? I said, the license plate. I don't know the license plate. What? A- I'm driving, I'm not memorizing a license plate. He's like, okay, sir, there was a phone number on the back of the vehicle. Can you give me the phone number? No, if I didn't memorize a license plate, I'm not going to memorize a friggin' phone number. That's like, what, seven or eight digits? Okay, so can you give me the car ID number? There was a car, I'm like, how many numbers were on this thing? Who's driving this car, the Count from Sesame Street? What's with all the numbers? I said, no, I don't know the number. She goes, well, it ends in WC. And I said, well, I don't know. It's something, 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 weave and crash for the WC. She goes, okay, sir, so can you tell me what kind of car it was? I'm like, I, I don't know. I, didn't look, I wasn't looking at all these details. I was watching some idiot weaving around like they were high on a bottle of Jack Daniels. So uh, I, I get grilled with all these questions, not the most uh, you know friendly voice on the line, and uh, and then she she asked me, "Okay, what went the what went the situation, sir?" And I said, "Well, I, I said, have you ever heard of Sigourney Weaver?" She didn't answer, and I said, uh, "Well, anyways, this, this chick was weaving all over the place like Sigourney Weaver." She goes, okay, sir, and uh, can you tell me uh, who was in the car? Was it a man or a woman? And now I'm starting to feel guilty, like I'm I'm getting the the person in trouble. And I just kind of wanted to really hear what the protocol was. But now I'm thinking, God, what if this poor woman and her kid get like, you know, she loses her job or something. And then she's like, "Sir, can you please give us your phone number and your email so we can follow up? And I said, no, forget it. She went, okay. And she just, that was it. Hung up. Kind of rude. Kind of short. And then I thought, wait a minute. What? What about a phone number to call for how this woman was talking on the phone? Because that seemed to be more of an affront than the erratic driver in front of me. I was more incensed by... The rudeness of, of the person at the report, the driver phone center. Suddenly she, she was like really rubbing me the wrong way. And I was like, well, I, I want to, I want a phone number to, to complain about her now. <laughs> it's just, it's like that song. There was an old lady who lived on a log. She lived on a log and she swallowed a frog. The, the frog lived on the log and he swallowed a horse. And you know, it's a, everything just keeps leading to the next thing. And I'm thinking, God, I'm gonna keep calling numbers, complaining all the way through this chain. I end up right at the White House. Uh, this is uh President uh, Barack uh Obama. Uh how may I uh, how may I uh assist you? Um Okay, okay, someone was driving erratically. Uh let me look into it. Uh, it was just ridiculous. So so there you go. There you go. There you go. Um, let's let's keep moving along here. What do we, I wanted to read this story for you? Because I, I was looking at the uh, I, I read my newspaper online now. I don't know how many of you uh, do this. Um, I used to buy the newspaper all the time, and, and now you know a physical like paper newspaper. I used to you know. Peruse it. I would. I'd leaf through it. I'd fold it. I, I haven't bought a, a real newspaper in in. I bet it's like, six seven years now, maybe five years. Um, and uh, so I was reading a, a story on uh, on the internet. And, uh, this, this headline, I just, I thought I got to share this right away. Listen to this. The headline is, uh, man urinates in Walmart as he puts trout in pants. I mean, you can't even make that stuff up. That's one of the best headlines I've ever heard in my life. Let me read this story to you. A man faces charges after he urinated in a Walmart store which, no isn't that bad. I have a feeling that happens all the time. Um, he urinated in a Walmart store while trying to put a package of trout in his trousers, according to the arrest warrant. So if you've ever wa- wondered where the term trout trousers or trouser trout comes from, I guess, the, the, you know, it came from Walmart, uh, the police said they were called to the store at 1:33 pm uh, to uh, apprehend this man. and uh, a worker told an officer that the suspect David Wiley, as in Wiley Coyote, was seen, seen urinating on the sales floor near the alcohol while trying to stuff a package of trout in his pants. And then he attempted to leave the store without paying, the warrant said. You know, I think in that instance you might want to let him leave the store. It's like excuse, excuse me, sir, what's in your pants? Uh I got nothing. Uh sir. Uh there's a tail, a fish tail sticking out of your belt line. Yeah, I, I don't know what that is. Okay, sir so it's moving, it's flapping. Yeah, you, do you have trout in your pants, sir? Uh, okay, you got me. Okay, we're gonna need to put that back into the uh, into the fish section. Yeah, okay. Can I rub it around a bit longer? Um, and I wonder if you know if this is just the weird part, but I wonder if to to retrieve the trout, they undid his fly and pulled the trout through his fly. And technically, on his arrest warrant, it states that he was arrested for fly fishing. Okay, bad joke. I, that, was, that one's on me. Uh, let's continue with this story. Um, the police officer who apprehended this guy said that Wiley told him he did indeed urinate on the floor, well, was not concerned because somehow he knew it was a misdemeanor. Don't you love that when criminals know the law? They know how much trouble they're going to get in. So they cause crap and they do things because they, they've been in trouble so much that they know they're not going to go to, they'll, they'll get a stupid ticket or a summons that they're not going to pay. They're not going to show up at court, anyways, because, you know, they're, they're the criminal element. So they disregard any of that authority. And so that they get away with stuff in society knowing that, oh, you know what, man, I'm going to urinate on the floor here, man. I'm going to urinate on the floor because at the most, you know, even if the police come, police just going to, you know, give me a talking to, police going to, you know, ask me to get out in the store. I'm not, I, police ain't even going to ask me to clean up my own lemonade. Listen, this isn't my first first rodeo. You think I haven't pissed all over Kmart? Oh, hell yeah. You think I haven't done a nice uh, long puddle of piss all the way down aisle five at Target? Oh, hell yeah, I have. Man, are you kidding me? I took a dump last week at Big Lots right in the toy section. Bunch of children stepped in it. That... All I got was a slap in the wrist that told me not to come back in the store. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, come on, man. So this uh, perp said he'd also been consuming alcohol. He repeat, repeatedly stated to the officer that he was not concerned with being cited for either offense because they were misdemeanors. See, Exactly. Ugh, oh, sometimes there's just too many freedoms in this country. Wiley's statements, as well as the detection of alcohol, led me to believe that the offenses were likely to continue, the officer wrote. Yeah. Oh, hey, you know, I've been saving up this big dump. Oh, I got, I got a giant dump. I've been holding on to this dump for 14, 15 days. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clog up the front door of a... Of a raw stressful Less. yeah, man. I'm, I'm gonna go to Kohl's, you know, Kohl's, the clothing store. I'm gonna, I'm gonna piss all up and down the shoe section. Then I'm gonna go over to Home Depot and I'm gonna take a dump inside a refrigerator. Yeah, brand new refrigerator. Someone gonna get that shit home, find out they already got a meatloaf in the fridge. Um. So this guy was arrested and charged with shoplifting, vandalism, indecent exposure, and public intoxication. The warrant says the value of the items he attempted to take was $130, and the vandalism was estimated at $10. Okay, well you know what? What, what about the, the the mental scarring and the emotional distress to the community? How about all the people that? That were there. And how many people had to hide their children's eyes as a full-grown man... Pissed all over the grocery store. All over the Walmart. And shoved fresh fish into his balls. Does does, does, that, does that not take a toll? Is that not worth anything? Hello? So, I mean people talk about people getting arrested and you know i don't know if if you don't if you don't apply the rule of law then this type of stuff just becomes more common and yeah we can laugh about it and yeah we can sit on our couches in our nice comfy homes and go you know what man they're arresting too many people there's too many people in jail black white asian whatever i don't care what color the skin is we're just filling up these jails And are you like, don't you think this idiot should be in jail? I think he should. I mean, shoplifting's a crime. Stealing's a crime. Vandalizing's a crime. Urinating on private property in front of the public around food items is a crime. I mean... You know, here, here's, here's the deal. If, if you think our prisons are overcrowded, hey, everyone listening, stop committing crimes, you idiots. Some people act like it's a, it, it's a sin that our, our jails are too full. It's like, we got to stop putting people in jail, man. I mean, well, people got to stop committing crimes. You know why we, have, why we have jails? Because we have laws. You know why we have, why we have laws? To keep some kind of order in society, you start to look the other way on these things, and uh, they just start to get worse and worse. We've all seen that. So uh, I'll leave that right there. I think I'll go get a, a fillet of fish and uh, just chill out. Um, I guess we'll see it at Walmart. Man. Okay, let, let, you know what, let's switch gears to something nice, because this, this was nice. Um, when was the last time you went for a little walk out in nature? Have you done that lately? Have you just gone out into nature and gone for a nice walk? Uh, this was really cool. I was, I was down in Florida doing a um, uh, stand-up tour, and I was at this hotel and the hotel backed onto a golf course and then the golf course backed onto just kind of like the forest and the outdoors so I, I could see it all from my window and I thought here I am in a big fancy city I'm in Orlando should I go to Disneyland should I go downtown should I go to the mall and I'm no I'm like no I'm not going to do any of that stuff I'm going to go back there. I see some some woods and some rivers and some lakes and some marshes. And I'm like, I'm going to go back there. I bet there's some delicious trout I could shove in my pant. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so so uh, right off the back of this hotel I'm at, I wander down and uh, I'm instantly kind of uh, in this great wooded area. I'm, it's not like I'm in Yosemite. I'm out in the middle of... You know, sometimes you think when you when you when you want to go connect with nature, you, you kind of feel like, oh well, I better go camping. I better go to better go to Yosemite. I better go to Yellowstone. I better go climb Mount Everest. But you'll you'll be amazed at how much nature is around, and especially in a place like Florida. So I walk to the uh, the you know the uh, I walk across a, a little trail that cuts across the uh, the golf course. And suddenly I'm, uh, you know, in, in, in city limits, in, in, in the shadow of this hotel, suddenly I'm seeing like uh, right away I, I cross a little bridge uh, of a creek and I look down and there's like a, a great big turtle and there's a heron and there's an ibis and there's a snake bird and there's some fish. And this is like right when I get off the trail from the golf course and I'm like how cool is this so I start walking I'm walking down this little trail through the marsh and I'm like what do I see a giant like alligator there's there's like a probably about a 6 7 foot alligator laying there in the weeds sunning itself and I'm like holy smokes there's a how often do you see a wild alligator and then I see some herons and then I'm I'm walking along and I see some vultures I see a couple of turkey vultures and I'm, I start filming them and then the, another one flies in and there's like a turkey vulture fight right in front of me. I'm like, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm literally like, you know, I'm literally like, uh, 80 yards off, off the golf course here. I just stepped into nature. And so now I'm, I'm seeing, uh, all this stuff and i'm i'm walking and there there's lily pads in the in the water and there's cypress trees growing and there's pine trees and there's big pine cones laying on the ground and i look and i see i see footprints from deer and wild boar and and you just realize how much nature thrives it really does thrive and 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 what was even better about the whole thing is, is you, you get into nature, you walk around in nature and it, it, it instantly kind of gets into your skin. It gets into your soul. You're not even really thinking about it. But I think it''s, it's like it's like when you see underwater creatures or you, or you see uh, even even land mammals. you know how cats have whiskers. And they, they say that the whiskers have receptors in them and, and that you know creatures like sharks have all these receptors on their skin and they can feel vibrations and they can sense movement and they can sense electrical impulses. Now I'm not a scientist, but it's my belief that humans have built-in receptors, whatever they are, whether it's 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 they're stimulated by the visual whether they're stimulated by sound, birds chirping and, and rivers babbling, or whether it's, it's, you know, it's, it, they're stimulated by sight. Um, I, just, I just feel like when, you, when a human being steps into nature, there are involuntary things that come to life in your mind and in your body and maybe even in your soul there's a, there's a portion of you that 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 gets activated that you might not necessarily feel when you're surrounded in your home in your city in your car in your office and when i say these things are activated i'm not even sure what they are but there's like kind of this feeling that comes this this connectedness that I think maybe we all kind of feel we're, we're stimulated somehow. Maybe we're not aware of it. I don't know if it releases endorphins into our blood, or or it it uh, scientifically it alters our stress levels. Um, it it soothes our senses. It it calms us down. It it makes us more aware. I don't know, but I feel like, and again, I'm not a scientist. I I feel like when you step into nature, subtle. Changes, subtle stimuli occur in the human body that it makes you or helps you connect to nature. It's almost like invisible force fields, or, or uh, you ever see a sea anemone when a sea anemone is underwater and it's just a tube, and then all of a sudden the actual tentacles of the anemone come out and spread out underwater. It's almost like all these invisible probes start to shoot back and forth between you and, and the forest and the trees and the water and the earth and the anthills and the birds. It's almost like maybe a better uh, comparison is when you see a, a, an animation of a, a dolphin. You know, beeping its sonar underwater, or a bat beeping its sonar. It sends out sonar waves, and the sonar waves bounce back. And sometimes I wonder if human beings and and nature kind of bounce these invisible beams back and forth at each other and and somehow make us uh, spiritually, mentally, physically connect somehow. Um, and I know maybe that's too deep. Maybe that's just, it sounds like a crock, but on the other side, I don't know. I always feel like, uh, you know, when, when you walk through nature, there's, there's a, a sense of kind of letting go. There's a sense of, of things don't matter as much. It's like, you know, you kind of, your mind seems to meander and, and wander and, uh, like your stress levels go down or whatever. I mean, maybe you guys have your own personal connection when you walk through nature, but I think there's something to that, man. I seriously believe that. So anyways, to sum it up, I, you know, I walked through and I, I was there, you know, walking through the trees and the birds and the wildlife and, you know, this, this walk turned out to be probably a mile or two long. And it kind of meandered, uh, kind of got deeper into the uh, cypress uh, forest and deeper into the marsh. And uh, suddenly, I'm walking right along kind of a little river system, and I see a whole bunch of other species of birds. I probably, I probably saw probably maybe 15 different species, 20 species of birds, <clears throat> water birds and land birds, and you know, it's just very stimulating. And uh, so, I don't know, I just thought I'd share that with you and, and you know, remind you that uh, it is healthy. I think it is good to, to connect with nature, and you don't always have to go, you know, on a three-week camping trip, you know, to, to Mount Kilimanjaro in Africa. You can, uh, you can find nature uh, fairly close, and, and I guess the point of my story is I think you'll be amazed... Even if it's a little bit of nature, even if it's a hiking trail right in the middle of your city or a park or, uh, you know, a cluster of trees, um, I, I think you'll feel those feelings that I just described start to come out of you when you when you get close to the natural world. So just just a little food for thought, maybe. Uh, you know, if, if your life is feeling a bit uh, complicated, a bit stressed, and maybe you need to get out and reflect, you need to get out and uh, let your mind open up and expand and wander, maybe, uh, maybe you need a little, few little moments with nature. Get out there, see a turtle, shove some trout in your pants, maybe shove a turtle down your underpants. If you can get your hands on a turkey vulture, just shove it down your underpants. Some pine cones. Maybe if you see some snails or even a small tree, just if you grab it at the bottom, you could rip it right up at the roots. Just shove it down your underpants. And then, you know, when you get back home, just pee all over the floor and let the smell of nature fill your home. No, I'm joking. That last part, clearly a joke, but enjoy nature. Look at that I've been I've been rambling on so long about nature I I got us to the end of the show. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> at least we got to talk about the the, tr- the trout trouser guy. Um, well let me wrap it up here. Uh let me tell you about some upcoming uh gigs that I have. Um let's see. What do we have here? Uh later in the month in February February 25th through the 28th, I will be in Scottsdale, Arizona, at the House of Comedy, great club. It's brand new. It's only been open like a year and a half, and uh, really hip place, really fun venue. Um, come out and see me in uh, in Scottsdale, Arizona, the House of Comedy, February 25th to 28th, and then in March I will be in Houston, Texas, at the Improv. Uh, that will be March 10th through the 13th. Uh, you can get all your tickets online at harlandwilliams.com. Just uh, click on my stand-up tour uh, link, and uh, you can see all the dates, times. You, you can get linked right to the, uh, the ticket purchase uh, links and uh, grab your tickets. Also, when you're at my website, uh, you can uh, you can join uh, you can join my premium membership for my podcast, The Harland Highway, which you're listening to right now. Twenty bucks a year gets you all kinds of bonus material, and uh, my second podcast called Let's Have a Fight, which is uh, a bunch of comedy verbal arguments between actors and comedians and funny people. So you don't want to miss out on that. And uh, check out my store while you're there. we got all kinds of fun merchandise. T-shirts, books, digital downloads, uh, frozen trout. No, we don't have that. But really great stuff in the store. You order it, we'll send it out to you. Uh, you can write me. there. You can write me or call me when you get to harlowilliams.com. You'll see that our phone number there. You'll also um, see a link uh, if you want to write me an email. Love to get your uh, your your uh, emails. And there you go. There you go. I want to thank you all for being here. I want to thank you all for sticking fish in your pants. And uh, that's it for today. Uh, we will catch you next time. And until then, everybody, chicken chow mein, baby.